This call is being recorded. Thank you, team, for jumping on the call today. I appreciate it. Um, it's a kind of a nasty day outside weather-wise, so I know you guys are probably um, huddled in your homes today and uh, ready to take on the week. So I just want to remind you, like I do every week, what my professional purpose is, and that is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because I feel that happy brokers sell more real estate. And I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every day. Now, I know that if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business and in your life, you'll be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. Now, today, as part of my championships are one in the four quarter series that I am doing over the course of about eight weeks, I want to describe and discuss the formula that ultimately drives your GCI, which is your gross commission income. But before I do that, I want to back up and review some of the key points that you should be thinking about as you build out your three-year vision and your first quarterly initiative. Um, my goal is, uh, is that to get as many of you as possible to join me on my three-year vision cycle, uh, kind of supplemented with 12 quarterly initiatives. Now, I'm starting this January 1 of 2022, and it's going to run through all of 2024. And I've been using, for me personally, 2021 as kind of a runway into that vision cycle. And just was so grateful to come across the book, uh, The 12-Week Year, which, you know, you guys have heard me talk about at nauseum. Um, but it really is kind of my operating manual for myself personally, the one I'm going to teach as a supplement to take flight. Um, again, so I got a couple questions, though, for you before we get into today's uh, the meat of today's call. Have you read the book? Have you read The 12 Week Year uh, by, by Brian Moran? Um, if you haven't, please pick it up. You need to be. You need to read it. You need to listen to it. If you've already read it, reread it. We want it to. We want it to become ingrained into your DNA as how you operate. Um, have you taken the necessary time to build out your three-year vision? Have you scheduled your ideal planning session? Do you understand why we are moving towards a quarterly execution? plan over an annualized plan, right? We want more deadlines in our year. We want four deadlines instead of one. We want to keep that heat turned up. We want to keep moving towards building a business that's going to help us fund the lifestyle that we want. Did last week's Monday morning pep talk start you towards building boundaries in your business? Did you start building out your goal board to document your three-year plan or your three-year vision? Now, I've talked a lot this year about the, important of creating a, the importance of creating a vision and a plan. And, and, I, and today, I want to discuss the GCI formula that will drive the financial segments of your vision 
and give you ideas for your quarterly initiatives. It's simple, really. And I got this from different thought leaders that talk about the law of compensation, okay? The law of compensation. And basically what it is, is the value that you create, here's the formula, the value that you create times the number of people that you provide that value will equal your compensation. Let me say that again. The value that you create times the number of people that you create that or that you provide that value is your compensation. So the more value you create and the more people that you give it to means will have a direct impact on your overall compensation. Now I've had a hard time kind of coming up with the topic for today's call, right? Um, I think I'm kind of, you know, fallen in on or settled in on the fact of how do you create more GCI in your business, right? I wanted to get your attention. Um, when we start talking about formulas and things like that, it kind of tends to go over. It's maybe not as interesting as a topic, but this is so important as we get into it. So let's break down how we can impact our compensation, our GCI through using this formula. Now let's talk about the value that you create. And I'm just going to give you some areas that you can work on that could end up being quarterly initiatives of areas that you can prove on that will, you know, that will move you towards your vision, your listing process. Okay. Do you have a detailed plan on how to manage your listings from a marketing and transaction perspective? Is it planned out? Do you know what you do on every listing? Are you providing proper feedback to your sellers? Do you take overpriced listings? Do you know what your boundaries are as it relates to listings that you know are overpriced? Where do you draw the line? See, so many people make this mistake. They think that having a listing, they won, but really you don't win until it closes. What is your, what is your niche? What is your niche? Depending on how you like to pronounce that name, that word. What is your niche? Do you know? Do you have it defined? People were to describe you. What would they say you did, you represented? On a scale of one to 10, what is your knowledge of your hyper-local market? There areas that you need to work on there. Do you have built-in service providers that help create convenience for your sellers that help you represent them, that help you get that property ready to go? Do you have a detailed list? Is your listing presentation well thought out, rehearsed, and documented? Or are you winging it when you go in for a listing presentation? Are your clients talking about their experience with you and your team? After the fact, right? Are you giving so much value that they're talking about you? Now, these are all areas that if you're checking, you know, as I'm going through those and you're saying, yep, 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 great. For those of you that 
are saying, oh, I need to work on that. Oh, gosh, you know, I've got a little bit, but I know I need to do better. This is starting to stir up some anxiety. Good. You want to get better? You got to do the hard work. You got to get in there and answer these questions. And that's what these quarterly initiatives are for, where you say quarter number one of 2022, I'm going to attack my listing presentation. I'm going to attack my listing process. By the end of the quarter, I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it on lockdown. I'm going to know exactly what I do from beginning to end. Honestly, if you dedicated six, seven, eight, maybe 10 hours on this, you can knock it down. Would your business be better if you were able to answer yes to all those questions I just threw out there to you? 100%. Your buyer process. You have a list of questions you ask during the initial consultation. Do you do initial consultation? where you sit down and talk about their needs and their wants. Are they, you know, are they pre-approved? Do they have cash? Do they have everything? Are you really educating yourself on that buyer before you go out and start showing them properties? Do you have pre boundaries pre-built into your business plan? Meaning, Here's the geography area that I work. This is my niche. This is where I'm going to stay. This is the price point that I work in that I'm good at. Here's where I get my business and only from these areas. You have a transaction team and service providers that you can recommend to assist you in creating a high level experience. You need to change up your referral partners. Have you worked with the same attorney, the same lender for a while, and they're good, they're okay, but they're not great? Is it time to make a change to your list of partners? Do you feel like they just think that you're committed so they don't go above and beyond for your clients? How do you identify opportunities for your buyers? The difference between a broker and an order taker is a broker in this market where there's no inventory, guess what? You got to go find it. That's a broker. An order taker just waits for something come on, come across the MLS and your client says, hey, I want to go see that. That's an order taker. In this market with tight inventory, you need to be a broker. Do you have a detailed process beginning to end for all of your buyers? Or are you recreating the wheel every single time what is your follow-up strategy post-close you one night stand your clients when you're done meaning done with the transaction do you have a detailed follow-up strategy we're going to get into that in a minute as it relates to client experience are they talking about the experience that they had with you that's how you measure how well you're doing um so as I go through those questions, are you piqued with anxiety over how you answer those questions? Guess what? If you're working with mostly buyers and you don't have the answers to those questions, make that your 12-week year, month, you know, quarterly initiative. 
to knock down the processes for your buyer, you know, for your buyer side transactions. Third area here is client experience post-closing. Like I said, do you one night stand your clients or do, or do you have a detailed follow-up process for the first 90 days after closing? Your client, you know, your clients, as it relates to really anything right now, feel like they're going to get the, the car sales approach, right? Client feels they're going to drive that car off the lot and they're going to be done. It's not going to be any interaction. That's what their expectations are. And that's why they move on post-closing as it relates to um, their next transaction. That's why NAR and Zillow, when they did their surveys, show that only about two out of 10 clients actually use the broker they used before, which is just mind-blowing to me. You know, 92 to 90% of all agents do not follow up with their clients post-closing. It, it's like, seriously? Sorry, I get fired up every time I hear that or think about that. Do you have a plan for the first 90 days after closing? Can you say for sure that your clients transition smoothly into their new living situation? One of my favorite stories is of one of our agents had knew that their clients had young children that they were moving on a certain day. She had pizzas and everything that needed to go with it sent to their new home at five o'clock knew that their kids eat it early through her relationship with those clients. And guess what? It got there right when this client, had just realized that they had not made preparations for dinner for their kids because they were busy moving that day and the doorbell rang and it was if the agent had read her mind. And those are the kind of things that your clients remember. Okay. Yes. The transaction on paper ends at, the closing table, but it does not end. The relationship relationship should not end at the closing table. In fact, I used to tell my clients, I'd say, you know what, guys, our relationship is just beginning. And you could see the look on their face like, oh, thank goodness. You know, like, really? Like, you're going to be there for us after the fact? Yeah. Our relationship is just beginning. Things like that where you think ahead and you make sure that your clients are taken care of. That's what makes this business great when you can operate at that level. Do they know that they can contact you if they need anything that relates to their home as it relates to service providers? Do you have a list of HVAC, plumbers, electricians, painters, all that stuff? Have it at the ready. This sounds basic for some of you. I know that. But for those of you that are newer to the business or maybe have gotten a little stagnant in your business over the years, this is baseline operations. Right? So the second part 
of the formula is the number of people that you provide value to. The number of people you provide value to, right? We just got done with the, the level of value that you create. And I just ask a bunch of questions that should prompt you to think, man, can I improve the value that I create in a transaction? You want, to get, you want to get people talking about you, right? Now, the number of people you provide value to is the other part of the equation, right? The law of compensation, the number of people that you provide value. Retention and lead generation are the two areas here. Retention, are you focused only on lead gen? Meaning you're selling houses, you're transactional, no. The goal is when you get a client in, the goal is to retain them over the life of your business. Do you recognize your clients on anniversary dates of their closing? Do you reach out or gift for major milestones like birthdays, weddings, births, etc.? Do you have a CRM or a process that will help you track your top 100? Do you have a top 100? Do you know how many are in your list right now? If I was to ask you in less than five seconds, would you be able to tell me how many are in your top 100? Do you sense me turning up the heat a little bit here? These are the kind of things that you need to know. Right? These are the things that you need to know. Do you follow your clients on social feeds and interact accordingly? All of the, a lot of the info that you need to know about what's going on in your client's life, a lot of them, they're going to, they may not post a lot, but they're going to post on major milestones normally. Okay. Are you getting a 20% return on your database? Meaning if you get, 50 people in your top 100, that's where you built it to. Are you getting 10 referrals out of your database each year? What's the level of commitment that your clients feel that you have towards them? Let me tell you a story of what something that just happened. I think many of you remember the call that I did. I think it was September 13th, um, shortly after we had to put Tucker down. And I the name of that um, of that call was your clients need you. And I had mentioned where the University of Wisconsin, um, in a situation where we were desperate, Amy and I were desperate to get him care. Um, they said, you know, don't worry, we got you. When can you be here? Right? I'll never forget those words. Um, so they were wonderful. Last week or two weeks ago, Amy and I got a note, handwritten note in the mail from the University of Wisconsin with detailed notes from 17 doctors or vets and staff people, you know, saying how bad they felt about what had happened with Tucker. Are you kidding me? Like, that's the kind of stuff you don't expect. We were just so grateful for their care, but that on top of it, I'll never forget them. 
I wasn't going to forget them anyway. But then to have them do that on top of it, that card cost $1.50, the cost of a stamp, and a little bit of time. And it is now something that we will cherish, that note. This is not rocket, this is not rocket science, folks. Your clients will understand whether or not you care for them based on how you operate and act. And it takes systems and processes to be able to do that, right? Number two, lead generation. Do you know your top, top three most successful lead gen strategies? Call it your three rocks of marketing and take flight. Do you have processes in place to drive those strategies? Does your digital footprint properly display your contact information and represent you in a way that you want to be represented? When was the last time you looked on Zillow, Realtor.com, all of your social feeds to make sure? When was the last time you updated your bio? Was it done three years ago and represent, represents the business that you did in 2018? When was the last time you updated it? How often do you post on your social feeds? Do you have a separate database for your referral partners? I'm, this is something I've been preaching a little bit here lately. Because of our brand, we do so much, so many introductions to our clients now around the country. And those relationships are so important. It is my feeling that you need a separate database when I say database, list for your referral partners. In my office, I've got a map of my relationships around the country. And um, I'm, that is one of my most cherished things that I've done in my career is develop that, those relationships. They're so powerful when your clients need to be assisted, not just in Chicago, but in other markets. When was the last time you went through and did the Barbara Corcoran method that I teach and take flight, where you go back through the last year of transactions and go to back to the point of origination to see where that business is coming from? Once you do that, then you can pick those top three areas of lead generation. So you can impact your production volume by increasing the quantity and quality of your prospects in your top 100. Now, impact either side of that formula in your business goes up. If you don't do anything to impact either side of that formula, guess what? Your business becomes stagnant. Chances are it's going backwards because the market is moving fast. Changes in the market are happening on the daily. You've got to pivot. You got to stay ahead of it. My goal is to get you in the mindset of here's where I want to go. Here's my vision. And here's what I got to do this quarter to get there. We want to, we have the, you know, I think uh, a sense that we want to jump in and fix all this stuff, right? The energy I'm feeling right now on this call is that you're like, oh my God, I got so much to do. You're going to be, you're going to want to go try to do all of it and then you're not going to get any of it done. So quarter on a quarterly basis, jump in and fix one of these areas that I've been talking about. If you haven't started with your database, I would start there on the retention side. Okay. 
your head spinning. Again, I, I'm that's my that was my intention today is to get your head spinning. If you want to go to the next level, you have to contemplate, like I said, the answers to these questions. Now, I want you to ask yourself another question. What would your business look like at the end of 2024 if you tackled and had a really good answer to all the questions I brought up today? You know, most people, most entrepreneurs don't consider this longer term approach. They get up every morning, pound away, hoping that their business and lives will improve, right? Man, I hope the phone rings. Hope the phone rings. That's where the stress comes from when you don't have these systems and processes in place that are running for you normally, right? You know, they have hope, which is fine, but hope is not an action plan. You've heard me say, do not get addicted to hopium. Hope is not an action plan. If you go into each day thinking, how can I provide more value to more people? You will gain a sense of calm knowing that you are on the right path. If you stay focused on your three-year vision and quarterly initiatives, you will not recognize your current self or your business in three years. But you will recognize the vision that you put forth looking at you right in the mirror. You focus on improving or strengthening the number of clients, right? This formula, the number of clients times the, val times the value you provide as a guiding principle, your business will improve either from a revenue standpoint or ease of execution standpoint. Let me, point, let me just go into that for a minute. Not all of you want to do more business. Some of you want to do better business. Smarter business, same number of production, same amount of production, but in less hours. That's an honorable approach. It's not always about more. You know that about me and how I coach and teach. You got lifestyle challenge or lifestyle um, goals in your vision. And that's really the approach that I teach is how can we do more in less time? Some of you that are in growth phase want to do more, more volume, right? Smarter volume. Start out the right way. Don't get to a point where you hit a wall and say, man, I can't do this anymore. So that's what this is all about. So team, my goal is for you is and will continue to be to give you well thought out and proven strategies that will help you live big. The strategy that I'm laying out today is part of taking you through this championships or one in the fourth quarter. It's a business planning process that is proven. Okay. So the last question I'm going to ask you today, which is an important one. Are you committed to this or are you interested? I'm not here to be a motivator. I'm here to be a strategist for you. It's all proven. I'm not teaching anything that people aren't executing on right now as we speak in a big, big way. 
But those of you that have not started need to start and start this week. This year is going to be done before we know it. And then we're going to be right into the into the new year, into the new quarter. And you'll look back and say, gosh, I should have done that. I don't want that to be the case for you. So, yes, I am turning up the heat and I am trying to get you to think in a different way. So hopefully today helped. Hope you guys had a have. I hope you have an awesome week. I'm here if you need me. Talk to you soon. Thanks.